bom 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 Between you and I, with a hint of sarcasm and no filter, two friends open up about following their heart, breaking bad habits, and share advice on what they've learned along the way. This is Between You and I Podcast. Between you and I. <laughs> Hello, guys. Welcome to Between You and I Podcast. Welcome. My name is Kiersia. My name is Courtney. Lene, you know it. And we're finally here. Wow, can you imagine how long it's taken for us to do this? So long. Well, not long, but, you know, as being Aquarians, we have to do everything with perfection in class. So we just wanted to make sure to bring you guys some fantastic content. Welcome, mm-hmm. welcome, welcome. First and foremost, we want to mm-hmm. thank you for listening in, tuning in. We're going to cover a lot of topics here. And just so you all are aware, we're going to be covering topics that are typical day-to-day shit. I mean, it might be things that Mm -hmm. you've experienced. It's going to be things that you've heard, you know, your friends, your family members experiencing. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of things that are not being discussed openly. And we have given this platform life so that Mm -hmm. we can discuss a lot of the topics that we talk about between ourselves and sharing it with you because we want to hear your feedback we want to hear your thoughts right and i just want to say and i want to make it clear that we are not experts very very clear. okay just looking to inspire someone out there or help someone out there people try to hide their shit or they want to you know make their shit seem like it's better than the other we are just here no filter None. And we just want to share it with you guys and in, in hopes to inspire and help someone out there. Uh, just to give you guys a little bit of background in terms of how we came about this, you know, Kiersey and I have been friends for close to three years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met mutually ex- exclusively a Ooh. couple of times. Exclusively. <laughs> I like that word. But uh, we certainly connected because we both are Aquarians. And if you are an Aquarius, you already know how we get down. You already know. I, for one, myself, am a 31-year-old woman living in New York City. Are you telling our age and shit? I mean, we're keeping it real, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know about this shit. So look, (laughs) I am a transplant been living in New York for seven years now, and I have experienced a lot. I'm originally from North Carolina, mm-hmm. woo woo, rough Raleigh. Okay. Um, <laughs> nah, one, nah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, um, so I have experienced a lot being a young woman of color in New York City, you know, growing into myself as a woman as well as growing into myself as a professional. And I've come across a lot of stuff, a lot of experiences, a lot of wake-up calls, a lot of journeys. And sometimes you, outside of just speaking about it with your girlfriends, with your Mm -hmm. partners, with your family, you want to be able to understand or really have an idea as to realizing or recognizing if there's other people out there feeling the same way. Right. And not not alone. Yeah, yeah. not alone. It is helpful to know that you are not alone. 
giving light to underlying themes that happen to people and women, women predominantly of color that we just don't know how to talk about. And that is why I have come aboard with my girl so that we can talk about all of the shit that we be talking about mm-hmm. behind closed doors. So we bringing it out. Yeah. As you guys know, my name is Kirsten. Dun, 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 dun. I'm not going to tell y'all how old I am because it's none of your business. Shorty be- fine. It's none of your business. Shorty fine. No, though. I am 30 fine. <laughs> okay, that's what I am. 30 fine. I'm a New Yorker. I am a mom of two. I was just looking for a new hobby. This is this is definitely new for me. And it is exciting to, you know, be stepping out of my comfort zone because I've I'm not always comfortable speaking in front of people. You know, I, I'm a writer. I love to write. I, <laughs> I am excited um to, you know, for this new journey that Courtney and I are sharing. I'm hoping to learn new things, you know, not only about myself, about each other. And I'm hoping, you know, like I said before, inspire and help someone out there. I think this particular platform that we are creating with each other, as stated before, is going to help us grow. It's going to help us be more privy and apt to what's happening around mm-hmm, us mm-hmm. in our environment, in, mm-hmm. in politics, in the world, you know, in our families, in our friends, all of the above. So, you know, without further ado, we're just going to get right to it. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about dating today. Oh, shit. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. So, Kiersia, question. Why did I ask this question? What's the worst thing that's ever happened to you on a date? <laughs> I'm you know, curious. I, I haven't had too many bad dates. The <laughs> only... You blessed. Blessed <laughs> and highly favored. Many bad boyfriends, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bad dates. The only bad date I can recall was... God. It was maybe like three years ago. And it wasn't his fault. You know, and maybe it wasn't really anything, but I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed. Um, So I decided that it was a good idea to get drunk. It was my birthday weekend. Oh, come on. I was already drinking, you know, with a few friends prior to the date. And I was feeling nice. Decided that I wasn't going to have dinner during our date because I was trying to be cute. No, I was trying to be cute. Oh, yeah, you was fucking... I I was trying to be cute, so I decided that eating was not a good idea, but drinking was. Hmm. Rule rule number one, eat, period. Yeah, just eat those carbs, girl. (laughs) Don't, don't, Don't shy away from eating those carbs. So, okay, you went on this date... With this guy, you went drinking with your girls beforehand. You didn't mm-hmm. eat. So how many drinks did you have on the actual date? Well, how mm-hmm. long did the date last first? It was maybe about two hours. Oh, wow. That was a long day. Yeah, it was about two hours. I don't... Maybe I had like three drinks. See, Shodi don't even remember how many. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> All I remember <laughs> is that I was in this nasty gas station just throwing up serving everything <laughs> girl everything i had that day 
he was very nice and polite. He was nice enough to hold my hair back. But I was just like, damn, he's, he's going to think I'm sloppy. He's never going to go on a date with me again. Wow. And we went on a date again, girl. Wow. Kudos to bro. Round we of applause. We went on a date again. I mean, obviously, I apologized. For me, it was more for me because I was embarrassed. It's not something that I usually do. Mm-hmm. You know, while I was dating. Now, I could, please, now it doesn't matter. I have someone who's going to take care of me. I get, if homegirl wants to get twisted, she will. All the way. <laughs> so what, just thinking, like, I'm sure that's happened to so many of us where we be mm-hmm. trying to play that shit off and it's just not going down. Mm-hmm. What, what did you learn or what did you take away? Because for me to ask, what was the worst thing that ever happened? Clearly this particular moment stuck. What did you change after this particular experience? That's a good question. Um, I guess I just, uh, I don't know. You don't, ate? Don't, don't, don't. You ate? Look, look, I definitely <laughs> ate those carbs. <laughs> I definitely ate eating? those carbs. I didn't, you know, pregame before going again. That was a, my birthday weekend. So I was, you yeah. know, I was feeling nice. Makes I was sense. drinking with my girls. I didn't really think about how drunk I could possibly get. Yeah, have a glass of wine maybe before your date. That's totally fine. But other than that, like, don't get filthy drunk. It's 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 gross, mm-hmm. you know. And you, here you are meeting a person for the very first time. It's not a good look. You, you don't want to be remembered as the girl who is throwing her brains up. Totally, I can I can understand that. I mean, you know, and not only that, it's it's not me. Mm-hmm. It's not who I am as a person, most importantly. Were you, you know? interested in him at all? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because, you know, sometimes there'd be those those dates where you're like, girl, yeah, I got a little date, you know what I'm saying? Nah, got a so, so, so if you know me, if I'm not interested, I'm not fucking going oh, anywhere. Oh, okay. If <laughs> I'm not interested, you can't make me step out of this house. Okay. You, you just can't. Did you ever feel the need like to apologize to him for what happened? Oh, I or? did. I did apologize the next morning. I was like, hey, I'm sorry about that. You know, I miscalculated how many drinks I had. It was my birthday weekend and I was just having a good time and just lost track of how many drinks I've had. Um, and he was like, oh, I'm not even worried about that. It's cool, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I think he was just trying to be nice. Right. He was trying to be nice. He wasn't trying to hurt my feelings anyway. Right. That, <laughs> that was it. What about you, though? I want to hear about you. Okay. Worst thing that ever happened to me on a date. I remember I was living in Harlem at the time. <clears throat> okay. No bad dates in, in your hometown? Because no. I was looking for the feedback about your hometown. Like, to what's it like fair, over there? How are the men and stuff like well, that? Well, okay, so here's the thing. I've never, when I was still living in North Carolina, I was in college. So I was still very young, still very inexperienced in dating, let alone being around the opposite sex that frequently. Mm-hmm. So by that time, I was I was more of the, the home girl that was cool with all of the guys. Like I never really was interested in dating because I didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. Um, More or less, actually, I take that back. It's not that I didn't know what to do, but I knew kind of what I wanted to do, Mm -hmm. and those Mm -hmm. were not the type of guys that were going to do that. Guys, don't think I'm I'm wild and shit. It's more or less... She's a little wild, 
I mean, you know, okay. <laughs> so needless to say, towards the end of my stay in North Carolina, I was so fervent about moving to New York because in my mind, New York was where everything was. It was where the money was, the men was, you know, the success was, you know, Liddy life all day long. New York. So, so I, how, how is that working out for you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was married now, I guess. Oh. So it worked out real well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, shoot. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> so really, I didn't, I did not get a full blown dating experience in North Carolina because I hadn't matured yet as a woman. Right. You were still a young lady. Right. You know, trying to find your way. Okay, right. I get still, that. Still very, very innocent. Very docile. Okay. Very delicate. Okay, so you lost your innocence here in New York, huh? Oh. <laughs> as soon as I hit the pavement, child. <laughs> soon as I New York hit... will do that to you. Straight New up. New York will fucking do that to up, you. Okay. Straight up. Straight up. So... I would say I was living in Harlem at the time. I had been in New York now two years. And there was a gentleman I had befriended. And it wasn't nothing serious. Like, mm-hmm. it was a casual acquaintance. And there was this particular bar that I loved So going you knew to. him before? I knew, but I knew him before. We met, if I'm not mistaken, on a dating app. By the way, guys, stay away from those. But um, <laughs> met him on a dating app, I believe can't quite remember and we went out once I we went out once or we linked up once and then never saw each other again and then like it got it got to a point like we would always hang out for drinks or whatnot but never anything too serious he mm-hmm. certainly wanted to pursue me but again I was brand new in New York City I had mm-hmm. like I had a buffet to choose from I was like look I'm just trying to get the free drinks a little dinner you know what I'm oh, saying oh. you know Um, but needless to say this particular evening, I didn't want to go out and he texted me and was like, Hey, you know, let's go out for a drink. I'm in your neighborhood. And I was just like, eh, I'd rather stay on my couch. See, this is why it's important. I don't know what you're about to say, but I know you're going to say something like I should have fucking stayed home. Oh, straight up. And guys, when you have that feeling, I've learned this the hard way. If your intuition is telling you. I don't want to go out, yo. Stay home. Bruh, listen. <laughs> Stay home. So, yeah, I, I mean, literally, he was trying to get me to come to this bar. Now, the only reason why I decided to mm-hmm. go was because the bar was literally walking distance from oh, my apartment. Oh, okay, that was easy. Get to the location. Again, this is a bar that I frequented at the time, so I knew pretty much the bartenders. You know, I knew the environment. It was a safe space. Mm -hmm. So I go. I'm sitting there. I grab my first drink. Mm -hmm. You were meeting homeboy, right? I was meeting homeboy there. He said he was on the way. Sitting at the bar, had my first drink. You know, the music is vibed out. Mm -hmm. I'm drinking. Get to my second drink, and I'm like, where the F is this dude at? Like, what is going on? I text him, no response. So then I finish my second drink, and I'm saying to myself, I'm not ordering a third drink. I'm going home. So I text him again, no response. Are you fucking kidding me? Dead serious. Text him the third time. He was like, yeah, I'm outside. I'll be right in. Cool. Okay. 20 minutes later, 
I'm looking outside. Now, this is a particular bar venue where you can go outside and come mm-hmm. back in. It's not a big deal. I go mm-hmm. outside. There's no line. There's no sight of this person. Did he ghost you? Listen. <laughs> so I close out my chat, my tab, and I go home. Because at this point, I'm not with the shits. I am not yeah. one that's going to hang around. And plus, I'm spending, at this point, I'm spending money I didn't plan on spending. Right. Okay. I go home and then I get a phone call. He's like, yo, no, no, never called me. I called him. He answers the phone and he tells me that because of his gear, whatever the hell he was wearing, they didn't let him in. So he went to another bar. (laughs) Yo, why didn't he fucking tell you that? Like, hey, they won't let me in. Let's go across the street down the block news to me so look so i clearly went off i said okay i don't know what kind of games you're trying to play i'm not stupid if you Mm -mm. didn't get in why didn't you let me know i could have come out we could have gone to another location right none of that just flat out didn't say anything and just bounced so yeah, that was that was the worst thing that ever happened, mainly because like you have me all the way royally fucked up by like lack of communication, up. which is which is the point of really me sharing this story is communication mm-hmm. is, is, is key. It's prime. Always. I feel like that's just so basic. Like you should like communicate. Like he asked you out on a he date. He asked me. He I got out of my bed. Mind you, it was winter. Guys, if you don't live in New York, winter is fucking brutal, okay? It's brutal. (laughs) That is so whack. So, you know, and again, reason why communication is key because, you know, even if obstacles arise, and you at least should, you are aware that the situation has changed. Right, let it be known. I don't understand. That makes completely no sense to me. He didn't show up. I, I don't know. Same. You're so much. You're you're no. so much better than me because I would have blocked him. I, did, I didn't necessarily block him, but I did not respond to any of his messages, right, any right. of his calls. But funny, funny, funny enough. Two years later. Oh no! You ran into him. I'm at a party. <gasps> I'm at a party. I'm at a Afrobeats party. I'm there with my cousin. I mean, like we are having the time of our lives okay i'm dancing all of a sudden i turn around and who do i see he was standing dead in front of me not dancing like just looking dead at me so he didn't say anything no i mean we're in the club you know what i'm saying so it's not like you can really talk it was no 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 no, he was shocked Mm -mm. let's let me finish he was shocked he was shocked he was shocked Nah, you in a club, you talk to whoever you want to talk to. He was shocked that he saw me there. So So he came back up to me and said, please, 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 let me take you to dinner and apologize. You said no, right? No, I said yes. What? I did, because I wanted the apology. So here's another thing. Oftentimes when you get ghosted, I mean, once you become older and you, and you grow within yourself, you mm-hmm. realize that being ghosted has nothing to do with you. It has mm-hmm. everything to do with the other person. Oh, no, I absolutely right? agree. It's still disrespectful, though. It is disrespectful. But 
why wouldn't you want to hear someone's reasoning behind them ghosting okay, you so if this given is, the opportunity? Okay, so this is going to get better now. So reason with that, what did he say to you? So I feel that... I we, hope it was an expensive dinner, by the way, too. That apology dinner it, it, it was, better have been five stars. It was a nice dinner, but it okay. wasn't enough for me to pursue him, you know? Um, we ended up going out to dinner maybe two weeks later, and, of course, I was on my bougie bitch, you know, as soon as I sat down, you know, highly unbothered. But I did I did want to hear what he had to say. Mm-hmm. And everyone, please, I didn't want to hear what he had to say because I had been thinking about him for the past two years. Mm-hmm. I wanted to hear what he had to say because I was given the opportunity to hear him apologize. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want to hear an apology that is rightfully due? So without me saying anything, his response Mm -hmm. was he was just immature. That's what he said? He said he was gravely immature. What he did was gravely disrespectful. Yeah, I think. And it was not, he was not in the right Mm -hmm. state of mind. Mm -hmm. It was careless. It Mm -hmm. was wrong. It did not display the actions of a real man. I was like, well, I'm glad Mm -hmm. you know that. And he was clearly still single. Yeah. And I say this because obviously he took mm-hmm. you out on a date. Mm-hmm. I mean. Mm-hmm. And I accept. I mean, <sighs> I told him. I told him that I had forgiven him two years ago. Right. Because in order to move on, you know, you have to forgive. And mm-hmm. and you don't need to hold on to things, you know. That no longer serve you. For years that don't right. serve you. Like, right. it is what it is. And he clearly took the initiative to recognize and to, to, to let me know that growth did happen mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, I didn't need him to grow for me. I needed him to grow for himself and to grow for whatever young, other, mm-hmm. whatever other young woman he wanted to pursue. Right. Because damn sure wasn't going to be me. Okay. Girl. <laughs> Girl, please. And dinner was very, very nice. And mm-hmm. after that, you know, I bid him a good life. Mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. was that was that mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. i mean in the end like in terms of my experience again go with your gut don't go out if you don't want to right if something doesn't feel right just don't fucking do it like don't and call people out on their shit yo you need that to that is be, important and, mm-hmm. and, and let me be clear when i say it's you definitely have a responsibility once you decide to commune with another individual mm-hmm. it is now your responsibility to alert them of anything positive or negative that you experience while experiencing them mm-hmm. and it of course your delivery should be you know applicable to the situation but it is imperative that you call people out on their shit not so for one, so that they can understand you are not the right. person that they can, you know, do certain things to. But number two, so that they are aware of mm-hmm. how they are coming off. Right, right. Definitely pay attention to those red flags. And my favorite quote is, when people show you who they are. Believe that shit. Believe them the first time. Very mm-hmm. often, you know, we start liking a person so much that we just let shit go. We start sliding shit under the rug. Mm-hmm. Oh, they did this because yada, yada, yada. And this applies to friendships too. Huh. 
this applies to friendships too. Without a doubt. Without you know? a doubt. Anyway, back to the dating thing. I have a question for you. Who do you, because I, I feel like this is a constant question that both women and men are often confused about. Hmm. Who do you think should pay for the first date? Hmm. I think whoever whoever initiates the date mm-hmm. should be the person to pay. Mm-hmm. And I personally grew up with both of my parents in a household where there were no gender roles. My mother worked. Mm-hmm. My father worked as well. But my father also cooked mm-hmm. every night. So I had the I was blessed with the opportunity to see that a lot of gender roles did not need to be gender specific. Right. So when it came to dating, if I'm interested in you and I have an idea of a place I want to take you, mm-hmm. I should come prepared to take you, mm-hmm. pay for it, give you, you know, the deets on how to get there, let mm-hmm. you know what the itinerary is, mm-hmm. et cetera, because obviously I'm trying to have right. a good time. Right. And if you are a, another person trying to do the same for me, I expect that. Right, right. And right. I also think the other party should come prepared as well. Right. Yeah, I agree with what you said. Whoever's inviting should pay. However, always come prepared because you don't know always what this person, how this person feels about that. I mean, listen, I got ghosted because he didn't show up, right? Imagine you didn't have your own money. You're just imagine, sitting there. Imagine him showing up, ordering drinks, and then ghosting me then. Leaving me with the bill. No. Yeah. No, but like emotions and intentions aside, right? Someone asking you to have dinner is an invitation. Yeah, it is. I feel. You should accept because you want to, right? And they should pay because they invited you. Correct. Point blank, period. However, I've come across situations where I did pay half of the bill. Did I go on another date with this guy? No. No. <laughs> and there you have it. Mm. Absolutely not. And, anyway. And it's very, t- to that point, like, yes, always come prepared, but we live in a day and age now, like, be very clear about what you're signing up for before you go. Mm-hmm. Like, your time is incredibly valuable. Mm-hmm. You need to know where are we going what we're doing you should at least have enough information to where you can you can understand fully that this person is capable right of treating you to a good time versus you being fucking surprised when you surprised in the worst way when you arrive like oh we going dutch got it i didn't know that that was the case you could have just invited me out as a friend not as a date right be very clear, guys. Be very, right. very Be clear, clear about your intentions as Be well. Be very clear. Okay. So any um, spots that you recommend? Oh, that's a good idea. For a first date? In North Carolina, <laughs> Raleigh, downtown Raleigh. You know, they always say like downtown everywhere is mm-hmm. everywhere to go. Kind mm-hmm. of kind of just like that. But anyhow, downtown Raleigh is really dope. There's a lot of Is artsy. Raleigh the city? Raleigh is the capital of North Carolina. Oh, okay. Yes. But um, downtown Raleigh is really dope for dates. Um, mm-hmm. Very inexpensive, very artsy, very creative. Everything's outside. There's a lot of bars. And, and now they're really into a lot of, like, hoppy beers down there. So there's a lot of, like, mm-hmm. beer gardens and whatnot. Um, 
now for Charlotte, North Carolina. So it's not downtown, it's uptown Charlotte. Mm -hmm. uh, that's really, really dope. A lot of cool spots. Um, in New York, I do have my favorites. I have a favorite spot in Harlem called Corner Social. Just so happens to be the vibe. Um, my husband and I love Corner Social. Like great music. It's American food, but they play different type, different genres of music depending on the day. Always an incredibly diverse crowd. It's really a nice spot to kind of wind, like kind of take the tension out of mm -hmm. like the anxiety being I on think a date. I've been to Corner Social. I can't remember. It's it's really it really dope. Very really dope. Another okay. spot. Another spot that I really, really love going to it is a vegan spot called Candle Cafe. They have three locations. They have Candle Cafe West, East, and Candle 79. Mm -hmm. The West location is currently closed. Candle Cafe East is open. Delicious food. Like, they also mm -hmm. serve alcohol, which is strange. You've never heard of a vegan spot serving alcohol. So. Really? Yeah, they serve alcohol. And the thing that I love the most, they make cocktails with fresh-pressed juice. Like... Come on. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Bomb. I have one more spot. It's called, it's surprisingly, it's called Suyo Gastro Pub. It's off the 170th stop in the Bronx. It is a Asian fusion and Latina spot. It's amazing. Mm. Anywho, it's a vibe, literally. Okay. Like you walk in there and you feel like you're in a totally different place. So I like little spots. I like any little holes in the wall. You know, I don't like an overwhelming vibes with a whole bunch of people. So yeah. my ultimate favorite, which my babe took me to a few times now, is called Keo. Hmm. It's K-H-E hyphen H-O. Oh, nice. It's a Lao cool. restaurant in Tribeca. Hmm. And... <laughs> The dishes are delicious, but I usually go there for the sticky rice and the fuck. What's it called? It's um eggplant. It's like a a, a sautéed eggplant dish. Nice. It's meant to be an appetizer, like it's a free appetizer. Ah. And I did. I just go there to eat the fucking free appetizer. <laughs> Although they do have other amazing dishes, but the vibe, you know, it's it's quiet. It's cozy. Mm, you know, the lights really are always dim. It's not like overly crowded. And it's fucking delicious. That's really cool. And it won't kill your pockets. That's really cool. It won't kill your pockets. I hope you guys are know. writing this down. Yeah, it's called Kyo. And then I have another one which is not as um, relaxed. It's called Yuka Bar. And that is in the Lower East Side. I feel like I tend to take everyone that I like there. I feel you haven't taken me there. Oh shit! I, feel I'm I don't think they have vegan dishes. Yuka is vegan. What are you talking about? I think they might have some dishes at Yuka Bar that you you do like. You just told me eggplant and yuka. I'm straight. Right. So eggplant is from the other place, Kiel. Oh, and that's right. this this place that I'm speaking about is the Yuka Bar. It's a Latin American restaurant, mostly with it. like tapa dishes. Um. This place really gets a little bit crowded, but I always think it's good for a good date, too. I yeah. mean, why not? Yeah. You know, if you want a lively spot with delicious food. Oh, and they have a popular um, happy hour menu. Ooh. If you go there before 8 o'clock, Monday through Friday. Super okay. delicious. Listen, see, we we giving y'all the tea, okay? Super fucking delicious. And listen, I can go on and on and on about many places that are like, oh, guys, the Mermaid Inn. 
Ooh. If you're into oysters, they have a great oyster happy hour Monday through Friday from 5 to 8. Oh, you just reminded me because <laughs> of seafood, I have another place. It's in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. My true love. No, it's in Brooklyn. It's called Sugarcane. Oh, you know what? I Someone else told me about that spot. We what should is it? go what, there. What's so special about that Everything. spot? This is the second time I hear about Everything. it. Everything. So okay. number one, they are, if I'm not mistaken, they're known for their various types of rum. Mm-hmm. But what I love about it is it has such a cozy, it's cozy, but at the same time, very um, farm to table kind mm-hmm. of vibe. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of fresh foods. It's another fusion place. It's um, Asian fusion with, uh also latin latin mm-hmm. food but it's such fresh food it's so so amazing i recently took my father mm-hmm. there for his birthday and he mm-hmm. absolutely loved it it's right on the nice. water literally on the water mm-hmm. um it's amazing so check out that place too sugarcane they're known mm-hmm. for their seafood it is a seafood grill and bar so okay they're known for their rum and their seafood. I, of course, mm. have never tried the seafood. I'm always right. sticking to their other dishes. They, uh-huh. t- they too, tend to say that they are a tapas kind of spot, but y'all, their tapas are plates. They are okay. big. Okay. okay. So check them out. Okay. So what's one piece of advice that you would um, give to any women or men out there who are putting themselves out there and are dating? Men and women Mm -hmm. just be you please be you Mm -hmm. the worst idea is to put something out to another person about you that is untrue Mm. do Mm -hmm. not try to impress because to be fair the person that you are meant to be with and and i'm sure you can be with many different people depending upon who Mm -hmm. falls in line with you Mm -hmm. be yourself because there's nothing better than just being yourself in that being amazing to somebody when you're trying to put on or trying to show off or trying to impress you're going outside of yourself and that's something that is not sustainable right be yourself right if something pissed you off tell them that it pissed you off Mm -hmm. if something was pleasant extend gratitude Okay. Right. So my, my advice is when it comes to dating, you're going to meet a lot of chickens. You're going to meet a lot of frogs. You're going to meet a lot of, of worms and slimes and snakes. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're going to meet a lot of that. But at the same time, just like you go to the grocery store and you read labels of all of the bread to find out which bread you want, read the labels of these people and really just, you know, see who falls in line and in tune with who you naturally are. So right. just be yourself. Right. My advice um, would have to be, be the date that you want to have. Word. You know, it's not only your date's Round responsibility. It's not only the other person's responsibility to make the date a success. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's your responsibility too, mm-hmm. obviously. And a lot of people forget that. You know, engage in dialogue. Put the fucking cell phone away. Put it away. You know, be attentive. Ask questions. Don't bring up your ex. Please. Don't fucking do it. I don't care if it's in a good light, bad light. Just don't fucking bring up your ex. Nobody nobody cares. And just take an interest in the details of their life by listening. Mm. You know, Mm. listening, paraphrasing, and engaging. A lot of times we 
we listen. What is it they say? We listen. While we're listening to someone else, we are trying to figure out what we're going to say next. We're not really listening. Correct. You're hearing. You're not listening. Exactly. Everyone, let us know what was the worst thing that happened to you on a date. Yeah, we want to know. Like, please. I need some giggles for the week. (laughs) (laughs) And we don't know exactly what dates we'll be tuning in, but we'll let you guys know going forward um what days you should expect um an episode yeah love you but guys. but we're here and and we we're gonna keep going and we, we can't you. wait to get your feedback yes. we love you we appreciate you later to our listeners and supporters thank you for tuning into another episode of between you and i with kiersia reyes and courtney Linay. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, subscribe, and share. To learn about updates regarding the show, we can be found on Instagram and Twitter at Between You and I Podcast. That's B-E-T-W-E-E-N-Y-O-U-A-N-D-I-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. You can also reach us by email at between you and I podcast at gmail.com. If you would like to get tokens of appreciation, we accept all forms of donations. All proceeds will strictly go towards the production of this podcast. Thank you, and we will see you on the next episode of Between You and I. I have a hundred dreams. <laughs> <laughs>